Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the C2 Podcast. I am your host, Chris, better known as C2, and I'm joined by my co-host, if you want to introduce yourself again. It's Richard. I'm back for episode three. Glad to be here. Episode three, and it's a new year, bro. Happy New Year. It's a, a little late, Happy though. New Year. I mean, this is uh, being published on January the 20th. We are uh, over halfway through uh, the first month of the new year, but hey, man, better late than never. We've been busy. Better late than never. Well, that's it. And holiday stress, yeah. and then we're trying to, you know pay off all those debts Small and whatnot. but we're back. That's it. We're back at it. And uh, you made the suggestion. It's funny too. Every episode, you always make the suggestion, but I absolutely love your oh. ideas is we're going <laughs> to talk about New Year's resolutions, uh, both Richard's and myself's, as well as what we're looking forward to in the new year, when it comes down to collecting, uh, entertainment, video games, all things pretty much geek slash nerd being Marvel uh, for me, video games, of course. And uh, I guess... For you, Richard, it would be the Marvel Cinematic Universe because we have, what, three movies coming out this year? Three or four? So the next one is Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Yep. Uh, after that, I think... Oh, God, what's next in the slate? I usually have this I, I in I think my it's head. Guardians 3, no? In May. Guardians 3, yeah. Guardians would be in May. Or, May, May. Yep. And after that, there should be one more yeah, near the end of the year. Yeah, there's... um. Oh man, I, now I'm starting to slack because we have Spider Verse. We have Spider Verse two. Uh, we got Mario in April, and then oh yeah, I'm blanking too. This is bad. Ant Man. This is bad. We're Gar- supposed to be the expert. <laughs> oh my lord. Either way, it's gonna come to us halfway through this podcast episode. I guarantee it. And then we're gonna have that aha moment, and we're totally gonna get off track on whatever we're talking about. Yep. Because That's we remembered what movie it is. Um. So yeah, New Year's resolutions to start off. Today, as this is being recorded on January 16th, I have started the next chapter in my life. Uh, I have started a new full-time job, which after first, for the first day, I absolutely love it. It's very hands-on. Um, very like, uh, you really got to think on, on the spot. There's a lot of moving around, which I obviously like to keep physical. Or I like to do things that are physical with uh, getting my body active. One of the reasons why I got into fitness as well as professional wrestling. Um, so, so mm-hmm. far, everything that I've been planning for, for the new year is going accordingly, accordingly, Jesus, I, I came and speak cause I had like four hours of sleep before the job. Cause I was either <laughs> excited, anxious, or because I watched one more episode of walking dead the, uh, last night, Oh geez. which caused me to, well, I guess my adrenaline to go up at like 11 PM yeah. and then I didn't fall asleep till maybe one, two in the morning. So, and I had to be up by five. So I'm running off four or three hours of sleep. <laughs> um, as we tend to do. It, honestly, it's 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 all part of being an adult. Let's be fair. I'm going to be yep. very honest. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the job so far, I'm going to try and be a little more... Actually, no, I'm not a little more. I'm going to be as consistent as possible with not only the podcast, uh, whether it's with myself doing solo or with Richard whenever our schedules can match, as well as mm-hmm. wrestling training I'm going to get back into after not doing it for almost four years now, which is breaking my heart and uh get more consistent with my twitch streaming as well as reposting on tiktok instagram and eventually as i keep saying uh youtube rather than just having it on twitch and having the highlights on other social media platforms um but that's my plan i want to go a little more in depth but richard i want to hear your plan because you did tell me you had a big plan for 2023 and you said you want to save it for the podcast so now the spotlight's on you I want you to go ahead. The mic is yours. Thanks. Well, after finishing my diploma, 
I'm now a certified independent illustrator, so in my own business right now. So since the last couple of months have kind of been just me trying to figure out how to make a portfolio and whatnot, I've kind of taken a break from stressing myself out a bit too much because a portfolio for what I chose in my field was visual development. So basically anything animation, movie, game, I am the pre-production for any stage. So if, for me to get a portfolio done within like a month's time frame is probably the most unrealistic that I can think of. So for this year, I plan on posting a lot more original visual development art on my social media, whether it be character designs, uh, interiors, exteriors, props, just exploration of stuff that probably isn't related to a whole cohesive story, but at least that way I get my portfolio out into the world. Uh, for that, I am more or less excited just to see what I come up with. And then hopefully within the year posting at least once a week, whether it be Fridays when we do our, when our podcast comes out or any day within the week that I seem fit, I'm going to be more consistent with that. So as we're consistent with our podcast and our lives and our livelihoods, I'll be more consistent with mine as well through my illustrations and drawing. So we'll see how that goes for me. Hey man, I fully support it. The thing is too, uh, with us recording the podcast, this is the only downtime I feel we're going to have where we can actually just like catch up and talk, which I'm fine with. Mm -hmm. I think it just makes the podcast recording a lot more uh, organic and very natural rather than being like, oh, let's talk about this. Let's schedule what we're going to talk about. Now it's like, mm -hmm. all right, Richard, what new figures did you find or news or anything like that um, as of late, but which also reminds me. So I started a new collection. I think you know it. Ooh. I'm assuming you know from my Instagram uh, posts, and I think I did two <laughs> TikTok ones. So I think so. <laughs> it, it all started during Christmas time. It all started on, I think it was on Christmas Eve. Yeah, it was on Christmas Eve. My brother and I yeah. went to the mall, and he has been going absolutely crazy with Pokemon cards. Uh, <laughs> same thing we had growing up uh, when they first came out, just the base uh, set. He used to collect them. I was too young to fully understand or really get into it. Uh, now that I am an adult with adult money, but I'm still a child at heart, I am now collecting them as well. But only a certain set, which is the Pokemon but... Go uh, North American and Japanese sets, only because I like the original 150 Pokemon and some of the other ones they put in the set. Um, mm. Most because that's my thing. Other than certain, what do they call them, like Generation, like Generation 4, Generation 5 Pokemon, the one with uh, Turtwig in it, or the newest one that came out with, yeah. oh, what's his name? I called him Bubble Bobble in the in Scarlet because he looks like the Bubble Bobble uh, dinosaur. Uh, but he's a fire yeah. type. That set actually comes out in actually today. The first set of it comes out oh, today. Wow. We got the Elite Trainer box, and then in March is when the actual booster box come out, which is like 160 bucks. And uh, with the new job, I am definitely saving up to get a booster box. 170 bucks for 32 <laughs> packs. Hey man, and depending what rares I get and what I want to do with them, if there's any extras, if I want to keep them or not, I can sell them on the market. So now I'm getting into the card game, but only for Pokemon. I used to have Marvel cards. I think I still do. They're mostly my other brothers, uh, not oldest, but older brother. He collected the Marvel ones because he was huge into Spider-Man and X-Men. And then the eldest, oldest brother, he was into the Pokemon cards as well as my sister. So that's not a news resolution. But it is a new uh, thing that I'm going to be collecting in the new year, especially now that action figures are A, very scarce, and B, yep. 
stupid expensive because right now the number one figure I am hunting, you're hunting it too, I'm pretty sure, is the cell shaded ninety Spider-Man. Oh god. But yeah. in Canadian I, uh... in Canadian, dude, it's almost fifty bucks after tax for a damn piece of plastic. And that's God, that's if we find it in store. I, I've I been can't going imagine everywhere. the aftermarket prices. It's insane. It's it's crazy. I think one time I went on Facebook Marketplace and someone was selling it for 90 bucks. And I was like, I could bite the bullet and do it rather than like going out, wasting money on gas to get a maybe, uh, especially around the GTA. But at the same time, it's like, I can't pay 90 bucks for a figure, at least not right now. Maybe when, no, when no. or if yeah. I make uh, enough or win the lottery. Okay. <laughs> then I might bite the bolt and say screw it just like the Venom one which good luck ever getting as well um, Yep. but I am happy that before the new year I did find that uh, metallic friendly neighborhood Spider-Man Funko Pop at Hot Topic I'm so yep. happy I found it uh, I still remember your reaction when I just dropped the bag when you're at work and you're just like what is it and like, look at it you're like no way and all you see is the head because you see the top of the Funko box and I was yep. like alright Richard the box and my face just went that was it oh man i i remember it was like... <laughs> Dude, I, I woke up this is like a, maybe a little man, you had a mission hey what's that that was a freaking that was a freaking mission for you that day like i was at work i had no phone it was seniors day out of all things so it's the busiest day for me yeah and i just get at least 10 missed calls from you so something's going up <laughs> and in caps urgent urgent richard urgent, urgent red alert red alert code uh, red i'm like i can't answer the phone i'm dealing with people oh god until you actually show up and arrive and man you had an interaction with one of my customers that was one of my teachers yeah and that enough. was fun and then i opened the pop the funko pop and my god just to have a toby Maguire funko pop spider-man at all let alone let it be the exclusive from Hot Topic. In my collection, it's probably one of the prized possessions next to the Stanley Funko Pops. It's right next to. <laughs> and that's I actually have the exact same way. I have the uh, the bronze Stanley right next to it, and the uh, excuse me, the Tobey Maguire Spidey uh, Funko is on top of my um, uh, 1960s Spider-Man two pack where they're pointing at each other. The meme one. Oh, yeah, the, the the meme. Yeah, yeah only <laughs> the because the only Tom Holland one I have is. Do I have one or two? Oh, I have two. Sorry, I have the homecoming suit and then the gold spider armor uh, one. And then I don't have an Andrew Garfield one. I passed on it. But funny story about the Tobey Maguire one, and it's a little bit of a maybe TMI, is I woke up <laughs> at like 9 in the morning. Usually Hot Topic makes their Instagram posts around 9.30, 10 o'clock when they open. They didn't. They made it even earlier. I don't know why. It was Ooh. at like 10.50 in the morning. Maybe I was wrong with their hours. Maybe it was still holiday hours because it was uh, just after Christmas time and people doing returns yeah. and boxing week. So <laughs> I wake up. I'm tired. I had like maybe, I don't know, five or six hours of sleep. Uh, I'm sitting on the can going through my Instagram. And that's when the notification came up. I don't even think, again, TMI. I don't even think I wiped. I'm going to be honest. I do not think... I wiped at all when I was on the can when I saw it because I was just way too excited for the fact that, oh, they have it in stock and they had more than, I think, three or four, which some locations got about that many. This one had 20 or 27. So uh, wow. they had enough. Thankfully, the only thing that was sort of a, sort of an issue was I had to go through every single pop to make sure I had the best box and the best yeah. uh, paint job for both of us. So I think I picked the best yeah. two ones. 
You did, I think so. From what I was able to look at him before I put him on the wall that's now connected to my ceiling, uh, <laughs> he, he he's. I think he's pretty good. I didn't see any defects or any paint mishaps or chipping, because that's the main thing now with collecting Funko Pops is you get the luck of the draw. Same with our Marvel Legends, but it's more with the Funkos, because they mass-produce those like crazy. So one little hiccup in the paint deco, whether it be like eye paint, and especially because we're getting a Spider-Man, it's the webs. We could end up having a really good one or a really bad one. Yeah, because you want to make sure the, the webs are all in line. There's no like um, little silver scuff or anything. But one thing I do notice about this Funko, and I lo watched a lot of uh, comparisons of them online with this one and just the normal release one, is the chrome mm -hmm. isn't really that much more shiny than the original or than the standard yeah. one, which is kind of funny. But they also released a third exclusive Tobey Maguire pop, and I am so upset. Not upset, but I'm disappointed. I had no idea that it was going to be part of another exclusive box set, and it was part of the Collector's Corpse. Oh. Yeah, um, that one. And it came with a cool T-shirt. It was the promo art of the three Spider-Men, but it was in their Funko form, which is kind of cool. It came with an mm -hmm. Andrew Garfield Funko Pop uh, pin, and then it came with a Tobey Maguire Spidey, but unmasked Tobey Maguire while yeah. he's doing the pose when he's um, when the whole Statue of Liberty is crashing down in No Way Home. Yep. Which I thought was wicked, but again, it that sold was, out. That was fun. But I, like, it's sold out now. Can't get it other than scalpers. Uh, the Electro that came uh. with it is also kind of cool, but I mean, uh, Tobey Maguire, even though the glow-in-the-dark Electro is cool, like I said, again, Tobey mm -hmm. Maguire, he's my hero. If I ever meet him, I will, he's our goat. I will definitely cry if I ever meet him in real life. Anyways, that's, so would I. that's that. On to more of the New Year's resolutions, even though these are kind of like... I, I feel like kind I'm like, of finds. We had a couple like finds in between the last couple of weeks, so we can talk about that. Oh uh, yeah, well, like I found uh, it was a surprise release on last Friday. They had the was it Friday? Yeah, last Friday, they had the uh, amiibos come out. The Sephiroth, Seth Sephiroth. That's how you say his name, Sephiroth. Sephiroth amiibo, Jesus, from Final Fantasy VII and the Tekken uh, fighter. I can't remember his name. They had those come out, so I picked those up, and I bought a sixty dollar uh, Pokemon Go booster box not booster box it was like a uh, card pack box i think it was the dragonite uh, premier ball box that came with nine packs mm -hmm. and i got two doubles of a rare in it which was a little disappointing but it's luck Aww. of the draw it's like you know yeah. buying a lottery ticket so um <laughs> but what what figures did you come across in your recent uh, toy hunts in the last two weeks since christmas well if we're going back to christmas i got a lightsaber so that's pretty fucking cool I, I i love being a jedi in my house it's like my own personal glow stick and nightlight <laughs> uh for star wars wise staying on topic i got an extra ahsoka from the mandalorian black series and darth vader from obi-wan from was it chapters yeah chapters and then continuing on that i bought the fifth brother inquisitor from amazon and transformers wise i've gotten two uh predacons from beast wars so i got tarantulas and pterosaur so i've been hitting up on all my collecting besides marvel legends i think for the last two weeks so, yeah, so you've been far stocking up. I've been stocking up because some of... Oh, yeah, no, I did get Transformers, too. I, I got uh, Ironhide from the original 86 movie and Hot Rod from Transformers the last night. 
<laughs> Jeez. And that's the thing, too. The other Transformers movie, I know we're talking about the MCU films uh, come out this year, but they're bringing out mm-hmm. the Transformers crossover with Beast Wars movie in yeah. the summer or fall uh, this year. Uh, it's supposed to be June 2023, I think. So we'll see the continuation of the story that they've established in the Bumblebee movie because they technically rebooted it, but they're also tying it back to Michael Bay. I don't know. This whole multiverse shenanigan crap is getting too confusing for even my little brain. So we'll see how good it is. I'm a bit worried. Some of the character designs are a bit like reminding me of the Michael Bay days where it's like that doesn't look like what it's supposed to. So I, I kind of feel for the, the fans that are kind of angry for it. But we'll see. As long as the story's good and it's more about Transformers than humans, I think we'll be okay. And that's what they need to start leaning towards, because that was the one thing with the first movie. Um, I didn't really watch Transformers growing up. I watched a little bit of Beast Wars, uh, but I mm-hmm. I watched the live action movie with Shia LaBeouf, Megan Fox, and I thought it was wicked. I thought it was really cool. But as it was the, pretty cool for its time. Well, and that's the thing. And then as the story got on, it was kind of like, all right, can we just have just the Autobots and Decepticons beating the crap out of each other, like almost like watching a Godzilla movie. Where you know, he's destroying buildings <laughs> and it's not a drama you just where humans Jews. <laughs> exactly and like you know you don't want too much of the human interaction to come and you just want the robots to just kick the crap out of each other, kind of like um, mm-hmm. kind of like when they made Terminator very uh, dramatic. Yeah, but that was with Terminator Salvation, which was cool because it was uh, the um, human army against like the machine army, which was cool. But at the same time, when you bring in drama like that to something that's supposed to be sci-fi and you're just looking for the action and the story within the fictional characters, rather than just, again, human drama, just the humans. Exactly. Yeah. That That's like with walking dead. So I started watching it again. Um, just for the hell of it. I finished watching the office and Brooklyn nine, nine for the first time. Uh, oh, and wow. I finished Sons of Anarchy on New Year's Eve for the last time until I move on to Mayans. But um, Walking Dead, I still remember watching it in grade nine, the first season, and loving it. And then season two was pretty good. It got a little, little more action on the second half of season two because they separated them. And then season three onward, from what I remember, got way too dramatic. Like there's like one or two episodes in a row would be like no intense zombie slaying, no killing, no like big adrenaline rush, no like really tense moments where you're really anxious and you just want to hide your face. Mm -hmm. It was just you, you're lying to this person or here's all these other people that are alive. Now there's like a cult leading. There's these people that hate each other because of their color, because of race and stuff. And it became so overly dramatic that you just didn't really care about the story anymore. At least I didn't. The show's stupid popular. It, they just wrapped up their final season. Good on them. They made the season yeah. season eleven, I think. But yes, or twelve. Yeah, they, they went pretty long. Yeah, like it went on for a, a while. And like I said, I stopped at yeah season three, maybe four. But I know, I know what characters die as the story goes on. Like I know what happens yeah, to same. Carl. I know what happens to Rick. Uh, I don't know what happens in the latest season. I haven't looked it up yet, and I'm glad I didn't because now I'm gonna try and watch the show again. Now that now now that I'm older. And I appreciate dialogue and storytelling in shows. And I guess some of the drama, I feel like I'm going to like it this time. But again, if I start disliking it and I start turning away from it, I'm probably just going to spoil it for myself and call it a day. But yeah, it's easier because that that show, from what I remember, I think I came into that show when I was in grade nine. So two years after you. So it would have been season three, season four around like the Terminus arc. That's the one that I was watching around the time. And I couldn't 
keep watching The Walking Dead because it was constantly spoiled for me every Monday morning because The Walking Dead aired on AMC on Sundays. And by the time I make it to grade nine homeroom, for some reason, they're all talking about it. So that's what kind of killed it for me, where it's like, I know what already happens. I try to catch up and then people would just spoil it out of me. So I stopped watching The Walking Dead after I started getting into it. And that actually happened to me recently with The Office. It was it was. I mean, I'm watching the show years after it ended. I think 10 years after, because I think the final season was in 2012. And it was the last episode of The Office. You're never going to watch it, right? So I'm not going to spoil anything for you. It's a really funny show. Like, it's, it's pretty humorous, but, like, it's it's more dark humor than just, like, you know, laugh track humor. But, l- 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 okay, so pretty much yeah. a, a, a main character leaves in the uh, part of the show. And then they came back for the final episode. And I didn't know that until Instagram spoiled it for me, but because the government is listening to me watch the show and talk about the show. So here's all your suggested news you can see. (laughs) Oh, look who returned for this episode. Wow. Thanks for spoiling it. But again, I'm watching the the show 10 years late. So I kind of have to blame myself as well. But at the same time, it was, it was extremely annoying. It was, it was very annoying. Um, That was like the, the show. I know there's only so much that we can avoid. And that's it. So yeah. Uh, the boys I have to start watching. I haven't started it yet. I know some things that happen, but not too much. Uh, Invincible I need to watch as well. And what else? That's a good one. I have tons of shows because right now it's the 90 Spider-Man that you and I are doing as our like little daily thing. Yep. Which I'm still behind on. We are on season two. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I started. Have you season reached season two, two yet? Are you? Okay, we're on in the City of Six arc then. So yeah, we're we're the mutant, the neogenic nightmare. I ought, it's one of the weirder seasons, but I still enjoy it for what it did. Like it, it tried to make sense of all this censorship in the '90s. So I love it. I love how goofy the show can be. Oh, I absolutely. I'm having an absolute blast. Like I have something to look forward to at the end of the day, where I'm just laying in bed. I have my little sleep time tea because I'm a 60 year old person, <laughs> and then uh, watching an episode of Spider Man. It's just like a nice little calming show. The, the, the music, nice treat. It, exactly. I'm treating myself. It's kind of like what my brother is doing with Pokemon cards. He finishes a day at work. He goes to sit down. He opens like three packs. He's satisfied, watches a show, goes to bed. You're giving yourself that little reward at the end of a hardworking day uh, rather than just chasing that paycheck. Yes, it's like a reward. Exactly. So it's um, it's it's very rewarding. I, I thoroughly enjoy it. And then watching The Walking Dead is just something I have kind of on the background, but I'm still also paying attention. But it's not as rewarding because I'm just watching mm-hmm. people get murdered and destroyed because I need a, I need a mature show as well as like a childish a fun, a fun show or a comedy show. Like I like one that's serious and then I like one that's fun. So yeah, like, true. it plays with both my emotions. If I'm in a serious mood, I'll watch something that's more hysterical. If I'm in just a relaxing mood, but I also want to get attached to something that's very serious. I'll start watching a very serious show. Uh, that's why I started watching sons of anarchy true. so many times. And because of tape study, which right now is a bit of a secret, but not to get into that. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's just fun, but yeah. Uh, for figure collecting, though, has there been any big news because of uh, the Ant-Man movie coming out? Like, has there been... Did they show off, like, the new wave? I, I can't remember if they've shown anything off. They they, they haven't the shown Spider-verse. anything for Ant-Man yet. Okay, they, they leaked Yeah, the Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse one's leaked. Yeah. And it doesn't even seem to be a build-a-figure wave, which, to be honest, for you and me, might be even better. At least we don't have to worry about having a hunk of a leg or an arm attached to this I got so the figures they look pretty cool i know a couple people aren't like 
liking the aesthetic like the plastic seems a bit cheaper or smaller but it, they're doing an animated version like we saw what they did with what was it the Stiltman build a figure wave a while back and i'm excited just to get to own these characters again for the first time for me because i don't have any variants of them i just i never even got any of the spider-verse figures from the first time so they look pretty good all things considered i know most of them are like repacks and a bit of a real mold but i just want the characters <laughs> Yeah, see, mostly me, I want to get the, uh, probably the Miles Morales, but definitely the Gwen Stacy. The Gwen Stacy's, like, absolutely, it's perfect. Yeah. Miles Where, and Gwen Def. Yeah, and then, like, the 2099 Spider-Man, it, it's, like, the figure looks odd, because he has, it's, like, the cartoon, it's how the animation looks, how they got, like, the really skinny legs that are really long, and then they have, like, a Dorito-shaped, or pizza-slice-shaped torso, but the, um, the Peter yeah. Parker, like, the Peter <laughs> B. Parker, whichever, it's him but he has the sweatpants on, not the actual Spider-Man legs. Yeah. So it's not the actual full Spider-Man thing. It's him with the sweatpants from no. the first movie, which, again, cool, but at the same time, I, I kind of would like an actual just standalone Peter B. Parker, but um, if we get that, It cool. makes me want the Sentinel one that they made. Uh, which one? The uh, highly articulated one, not the Mafex, but like one of the import ones that did, I, I think, Miles, Gwen, and Peter B. Parker. So I'm tempted if I don't purchase any Marvel Legends for Into the Spider-Verse to get those ones because they're highly articulated. My only problem is they're expensive and I'm afraid I'll break it with my man hands. Oh, yeah. That's like the the Mafex, uh, the black suit Spider-Man and the Venom one. I saw them. Mm -hmm. I want to get them. The comic style one, not the movie one. I want to get them. The only thing is, again, they're pricey and they look like they can just snap. No problem. Like uh, they're, they have a lot of articulation shelves. Yeah. And then, <laughs> they have a lot of articulation, which is awesome. They look cool. But again, like I'm holding a hundred and thirty dollar figure in my hand or hundred and eighty dollar. I can't remember the exact price. And it's like, I don't want to touch this. I don't even want to open it. Right. Yep. So I, I get too nervous. But speaking of across the Spider-Verse, so we know guaranteed because it was confirmed by the writer or director or creator or whatever that our boy, Josh Keaton is putting on the mask one more time and voicing the spectacular Spider-Man. At least we know that he's in it. I'm, it has we to be Josh. Keaton. How long, it has to be him. voicing. Yeah. It can't be anyone else voicing Even if he has dialogue, but the fact that the poster leaked in the, the Turkish one leaked showing spectacular the Spider-Man. international ones. Yeah. Those, the, that, that, that was the fun easter egg hidden like you're just zooming in and then you just see our boy he's right there in the middle too he isn't like obscured in the background he's like first row yeah he's cut off right uh for the north american poster he's cut right off like you don't even see him and then yeah the uh, mm -hmm. international or turkish post poster whichever one it was it shows half his face and then the whole poster came out because they brought out the um china china one i think i think it was a china yeah, poster was which is yeah. even wider because it's a horizontal uh, portrait rather than a or not portrait it was the it was a horizontal landscape, landscape thank you yeah. landscape picture rather than a portrait picture our poster i should say so that was cool that's going to be insanely hype but it makes me wonder are they going to bring the 90s spider-man in it because i feel at this point if they're going to bring in all these spideys from the cartoons we got we got unlimited we got i think unlimited, yeah i'm pretty sure we're gonna have ultimate spider-man because it makes sense because they already did their own spider-verse before which also yep. means they did their own spider-verse for the 90s cartoon when they did the uh, season five uh, finale yeah, the finale the season finale yeah so i'm i'm honestly wondering that maybe just maybe he's the biggest easter egg like here 
we're going to leak Spider-Man Unlimited because it's the direct sequel from the 90s cartoon. And then we're going to show Spectacular Spider-Man because it's probably the second best Spidey cartoon out there. I think it's the first. A lot of people will say it's probably the second, uh, or at least in popularity. <laughs> but I don't know if if they do that, like, or even if they bring Toby and Andrew back because they're saying they're either going to be in Across Part 1 or uh, Part 2. Part 2. But they might separate them depending probably because of budgeting and prices and whatever they're whatever their wage would be or payment that would be to be a voice actor in the movie depends, but I'm very excited to see. It. And it does come out on my birthday. So like I said, I am yep. getting absolutely yeah, tanked and gift to you. <laughs> and, and it's like, dude, a Spider-Man movie on my birthday. Perfect. And then we have the Mario brothers movie on my brother's birthday in April. So that's also really cool for him. We're definitely going to see that, uh, with a bottle in our hand, so <laughs> it's gonna be good. Other than the fact that Chris Pratt is a voice actor, but that's a whole other bag of worms. Uh, yeah, they, we don't. Like, yeah, because yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't like that. I think they should have stuck with the original yeah. voice actor, the cartoon, or uh, yeah, the they should have got it with Charles Martinet. Yeah, yeah. I, I honestly, I still don't know how I feel. Like, even in the last trailer, I'm like, okay, it seems a bit better, but it just kind of like hurts my heart that the guy that's been doing it for like. 30 40 years doesn't get a chance to do it in a big movie that he is like integral for the popularity of it. if it wasn't for his voice i don't think mario would have been as popular as it is now and that's exactly it which makes me wonder because there's so many easter eggs and like um special guest uh segments in movies or uh what do you call it oh my gosh i can't even think of the terminology Pretty much like a like like celebrity a voice actor cameo, like a cameo. Like those type of cameos. Yeah. I, I wonder if there's going to be a cameo of him, but he's not voicing Mario and it's some other character or what they do is they have like a weird kind of like Wreck-It Ralph where they have it where it's a, they show him Mario as a video game and they have him voice mm -hmm. it as the video game, but in real life inside the movie, it's actually Chris Pratt. It's I, I don't know. Chris there Pratt, there yeah. could be a way that they do it. I don't know. Uh, it's going to be a first time coming. So it's because be he fun. is in the billing for a voice in the movie. We don't know who he's playing, though. So we know Charles Martinet is a character in the movie, but we don't know if he is going to either be half Mario or if he's just going to be, a, you know, just a, a person that helps them along the way. Because yeah. the trailers have it haven't really shown us much about what the story is supposed to be, which I'm happy. So with. I'm happy with that. Yeah, it, it holds you over to what the it's actual teasers. Movie. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't show you too much to the point where it's like, all right, that's a little too much like information. Kind of like the, um, I always go back to it. Star Wars The Force Awakens, the first see, uh, trailer that ever came out, it gave you an idea of what the yeah. movie is. Here are some of the characters, but then they have the big, huge twist where the Jedi that you thought was going to be is someone else. And then the character development is insanely um, different that what you'd expect. Yeah, from and, what and I love expected, that. yeah. Because the, the biggest thing they did show in the trailer was the fact that Harrison Ford was back in the movie, but they didn't show Luke was back in the movie. Uh, I think yeah. They only had Princess Leia have a have a form of dialogue. They didn't show her being in the movie at all. So They showed nice. her hand, I think. That was it. That was all we got. We got, like, Maz Kanata giving, I think it was Luke's lightsaber to a female hand, and I think they confirmed that was a deleted scene. Yeah. That uh, Carrie Fisher. So other than that, we didn't really know who or what was happening or when we knew this, this was taking place in like the future of star Wars canon. And I honestly remember I wasn't really into star Wars then. And I was, that was like when I was just getting into the originals. So 
just seeing the trailer again for a while, like a couple of weeks ago. And I'm just like, they did a lot just to subvert your expectations versus how the movie actually turned out. That's what I feel too, right? And I feel when that movie came out, that was like the start of, uh, I guess, like the nostalgic phase of uh, entertainment, yeah. movies, video games, and stuff like that. Like, I think that became so big, even though episode eight and nine was just garbage. Um, it, it just started mm -hmm. a, a spiked a whole new thing because like uh, they brought back Halloween. Halloween came out with uh, the one in 2018. Yeah, this they, year, right? Well, they brought out three of them. It ended. Yeah, they did a trilogy because they brought out three of them. Mm -hmm. They also brought um, they brought back a whole bunch. Indiana Jones is coming out this year as well. 2023. It's coming back. Yep. So that the is the final one. Yep. Beast Wars they're bringing. So now they're going to bring Beast Wars to the big screen. Um, yep. A lot of rumors about Batman Beyond potentially being a thing, which I think would be insanely cool i think i was talking to my brother-in-law about this actually the other day i haven't seen the batman yet i've been meaning to but i feel i haven't seen it either i, I feel what if robert pattinson played batman beyond with michael keaton as the old man batman what if they did that rather than just let's reboot it as our new batman right i could see that you, you know what i mean or at least have like i don't know aged ben affleck so he's like the older batman and then there's like a lot of time travel inside <laughs> the dc universe but then again, with James Gunn destroying what they already have as a story with Henry Cavill and uh, Dwayne Johnson as characters and the stories, I feel then again, I'm glad they also didn't do it because then they just ended up canceling everything and now they want to start fresh, which I think they're looking to do the Young Justice timeline because of how popular the anime and cartoon is. Mm -hmm. Well, don't put all idea. the blame on to Sir James Gunn because oh, he kind of, he was this he was the scapegoat for what Warner Brothers and everyone was doing behind the scenes because there was already words and things that were going on before James Gunn became in charge. He just became the new face when all this news was kind of thrown in the air. There was a lot of crappy, shitty things that was going on once. I don't know what what was the last DC movie came out because it's been a while and uh, they've been trying Adam. to recontextualize Black Adam. Yeah. But even then, like before then, they were trying to figure out what, what their plan was because they knew it wasn't working. So DC and Warner Brothers, I don't know what they're they're doing right now. They seem to be kind of just recontextualizing everything for the new generation of movies because James Gunn did say he is taking more inspiration from either the animated JLA or Justice League Unlimited and stuff like that because he actually he worked at marvel so we can at least hope that he has the same intentions when he was doing guardians with the dc universe to make a proper comic book story for the company that he also enjoyed reading as a kid so at least there's hope we'll see what happens but in the next four to five years we don't know what their plan is See, and is he in charge of he's like the Kevin Feige of DC? Is that how they He's the new Kevin Feige with his he's a co chair. So he isn't the only one that's in charge. Okay. I, he just I has Peter Saffron. Yeah, he's he's basically the new front man for DC. So he's not the one that's making the whole call for the entire company. It's Warner Brothers as well. Because Marvel it was itself its own studio because DC already did movies with Warner brothers since I guess the Batman was the first one or not the Batman, but Batman 89 with Michael Keaton. So they've already been established with Warner brothers for so long. Well, when Marvel was starting out in 2008 with iron man, they were their own studio hence Marvel studios. So they had no corporate or uh, anything that was telling them, Oh, they can't do these stories. I think there was in the form of, like an executive 
named Perlmutter, from what I remember from my own Marvel knowledge. But other than that, Marvel had its own control of what stories they wanted to tell and how they wanted to tell it. As for DC, they have to kind of bump heads with the executives at Warner Brothers. Well, the thing is, too, when Marvel did start out, other than with Iron Man, they had Universal with Hulk, and then they had X-Men with Fox, and then Spider-Man with Sony, rather than just, like you said, their own studio, which they did later reveal or have when they brought out Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, Thor, Captain America, etc., etc. They made their own movie um, company. Universe, yeah. Like you said, basically. Marvel Studios was their their thing. So um, there was was something I had to bring up. I can't remember what it was. Oh, Ant-Man. So the la- mm. the last trailer came out. Tickets oh, yeah. still aren't sale, and that's pissing me off. But the last trailer came out. Do you think one month, literally a month? Do you think <laughs> from today, Ant Man is going to bite the dust? I wouldn't be surprised. I'm already preparing myself for it because I love Scott. I lo- I love Paul Rudd. <laughs> like he- I know the Ant Man movies aren't the best, but he's the li- he's the one that makes me laugh when I watch the movies. Like even in Endgame. If it technically wasn't for the stupid rat that <laughs> put him out of the quantum realm, and then we wouldn't have gotten our endgame. So, like, I, I have this connection with Paul Rudd as Scott Lang, and I, I don't know. Because the freaking line in the movie that gave me chills was, we don't have to win, we just both have to lose. And I was like, that's not a good thing to say. And the thing is, too... Uh, it, it could be just like one of those things where they put in the Marvel trailers where it false advertises, yeah. as people say, but apparently Marvel's dealing with uh, legal action in regards to them false advertising as what the fans are saying in the trailers, yeah. which I think is bullshit. I, I, I think it's stupid. I think if they give you the so-called false information, I think it just gets you more excited for the film. And then when the film actually happens, as long as it de- delivers higher than those expectations, kind of like when they showed Hulk in Infinity War, uh, when he's on Wakanda, when they're yeah. all running towards the camera. And then people are like, what the hell? It never happened. And then they market the fact that Hulk breaks out of the Hulkbuster uh, suit yep. as an as action for figure. The toys. Yeah. They made it in a Funko Pop uh, toys for the kids. And then it didn't happen. And then people were pissed off. It's like, yeah, but I enjoyed the fact that they didn't show us a Hulk again. And they just led it towards it being Professor Hulk. The only thing is, I do wish we did have more of a badass Hulk. Kind of like when Edward Norton was in the, the role when they brought out the Incredible yeah. Hulk. But I mean, it's kind of hard to say because a lot of people don't actually understand how the Hulk universe works, how there is a Professor Hulk that actually is smart and intelligent, uh, where there is a Grey Hulk that's also the same way. There's smart, a, the, intelligent, but yeah. yeah. And then there's the Professor and then there's this one and then there's his son. Which and is, world breaking. Yeah, they, yeah. there's a ton of versions of Hulk that they haven't done yet. And even though She-Hulk kind of teased a couple of them, I'm pretty sure with the rights from Universal fading away soon, we might get a World War Hulk movie that will bring it back to basics. Like, I get that people aren't as thrilled with seeing Mark Ruffalo in, like, you know, in Hulk, in a Hulk mocap suit. But to me, I enjoy Ruffalo for being Ruffalo, so I know we want the Savage Hulk back, but they have to make a story that makes sense to that because they kind of... They mixed already a lot of key elements of the Planet Hulk story with Ragnarok and what's going on now in the storyline. So they don't want to muddle it up. They want to make sure that if they tell a story, it's going to make sense to the wider universe, especially with Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars coming up. You can't rush anything that's going in because it's already planned out. Yeah. And I heard actually in, I think it's two years, I think it's in 2025, is when Universal's um, rights or contract or whatever of the Hulk expires. 
if I'm correct. Yeah. I think it's 2025, right? So as soon as that happens, I think that's when they're going to go into deeper production for Hulk, uh, being either a mm-hmm. movie or a Disney Plus special or TV show or whatever the future holds in the next few years when it comes down to media and streaming and movies and whatnot. Because I have a feeling a lot of movies are just going to be put on streaming platforms and movie theaters aren't going to be a thing anymore. I hate to say it. I feel like that's the direction, too, but yeah, but that's the direction we're headed. I mean, I just put Disney plus on uh, my mom's smart TV that she just got downstairs. And she's like, I want to watch the new season of criminal minds. The only way to watch mm-hmm. it is through Disney plus, And they have episodes premiere every Sunday. Same thing with family yep. guy and Simpsons. A lot of them that premiere on Fox on TV at 6 PM premieres at 8 PM on Disney plus two hours later on the same day. So, I mean, I think that's going to be the future of things, especially with a lot of movies coming out in theaters. And then in two or three months, like Thor and Wakanda Forever, they're already streaming on Disney+. Yeah, because Wakanda Forever is now, I think, in February 1st. That's when they're going to be releasing it. So that came out, what, November 11th? So that's, what, three months out of theaters before they put it on digital. And that's it. And I still remember it used to take years. Not years, but it used to take months for movies. Six months. From, uh, Six months. Well, I see. I remember eight months. That was because of King Kong. King Kong in 2005. Oh, yeah. I remember it came oh, out. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then it took like eight or ten months for it to come out on DVD. And then, yeah, I went to six months. And then a lot of movies and whatnot were coming out on DVD within like four months, depending. Four or five months, yeah. Yeah, depending if it was during the holiday season or if it was just before the holiday season or if it was sometime after where there was no big, I guess, sales rush or if there's any big products or something coming out in that time around that. Yeah. But so, yeah. Uh, so yeah, anyways, so you think Ant-Man's going to die. What about Hank Pym? Because I feel like Hank's going to finally just say screw it and sacrifice himself to save Scott and Cassie and as, as well as his wife. I can't remember his uh, her name in the movie. Oh, Janet? Janet, yeah. I think Hank's going to bite the dust and sacrifice himself for them. But as much as Ant-Man seems like a very intense movie where someone is probably going to die, Guardians 3, though because oh god we got rocket raccoon having a big story arc we have nebula as yep. well and then star lord obviously losing something big because of the multiple scenes of He's, yeah yep and mantis don't forget mantis was also feeling that those tears so we know that someone is gonna end up not surviving this movie everyone's heavily talking about rocket because the way that the trailers moved out but also because Bautista said it is his last Guardians as Drax. Does that mean he's a candidate that could also be on the chopping block? Yeah, it could be him dying, or they could just like cut him out of the story entirely. Maybe like it's it's up in the air. We're not. You exactly could lose sure. two people. Who knows? I mean, Infinity War, we lost half of them, and then in Endgame, we lost what three, two or three, two of them because we Drax lost. Drax died once, so he if he dies again, we kind of already oh that happened again. But if Rocket dies, he survived the blip. Like, the people forget that Rocket and Nebula survived the five years that we did not have any hope or whatever. So, like, to see them make Rocket, like, the... Not the main character, but one of the main focuses of the trailer. Like, it's going to be interesting to see how this goes. Because even with the new villain, the High Evolutionary, that hasn't really had much to do in the comics, like they are going really hard on pulling your heartstrings. And I think James Gunn, especially after the holiday special is going to be making a lot of us cry and see how powerful is Adam Warlock. So they're bringing Adam Warlock. Finally. Yeah. That too. I forgot. He's a thing after the end credit scene of the second movie, they show off the little tomb that he's in before he's born or created. How powerful was he in the comics or is he in the comics? So basically he is 
an equivalent part in it to he is a god like he is a cosmic god the reason why that he's so powerful is because he was bred to be a god essentially and he the the name adam also refers to like biblical terms so he's like the first creation of god or like the celestials or now it's the the sovereign the the golden people from guardians too so he is meant he 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 is bred to be perfect the strongest uh, omnipotent being alive and because in the original infinity war or infinity gauntlet comics book storyline that the mcu has already been passed he's the reason why the conflict ends so his power is so much that he can go up against thanos without an army <laughs> that he was the one that held the infinity gauntlet at the end of that storyline and then split it amongst technically that version of the guardians because it was gamora drax the destroyer and, and thanos oddly enough they became the soul this is like the infinity watch i think was the name of it from the 80s or 90s so adam warlock is a pretty powerful being i don't think they'll end him because he's not re i wouldn't say he's a villain he's more of like an anti kind of depending on what story that they're going for but yeah adam warlock is pretty op and to introduce him into the last guardians movie whether he's the one that kills someone to show how powerful he is in the beginning or he ends up becoming a guardian in the end because he is a part of the guardians of the galaxy we'll we'll have to see and that's the thing. It seems like uh, his character is pretty much being told what to do and not knowing if it's good or bad. And then seeing, like you said, he's very powerful. So he's probably going to kill off one or two of the Guardians. One. But I'm sure there's going to be a big scene where he's going to be killing off a whole bunch of people just to show how powerful he is for uh, yeah. a lot of newcomers. So like myself, I don't know the Guardians a whole lot when it comes down to the comics other than, again, the movies, the game, and somewhat the cartoons. So mostly the new uh, release stuff that's been coming out, not the comic stuff back mm -hmm. in when they first started. But... I still can't think of the movie that's supposed to come out. There's a third MCU movie. Marvels. The the Marvels is coming out. Oh, and then isn't Craven the Hunter as well? But that's a Sony thing. Sony, I think that's near the end of the year. But the Marvels was the third MCU film that I couldn't remember <laughs> for okay. some reason. So that was. I mean, it makes sense. So, I'm not too big on yeah. Captain Marvel. Miss Marvel. I enjoyed the the show. A lot of people Ms. probably Marvel and Monica Rambeau are the only reasons I'm going to watch that film in theaters. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Carol. I I liked you in the first one, but now I'm kind of over it. <laughs> yeah, honestly, uh, like it was okay. Captain Marvel was it was it was fun to watch once, maybe twice. After that, yeah, for me as a fan, I enjoyed it. But what I hated was the politics behind it. How Brie Larson yes, had this. That's the same thing. How she had this like huge ego when it came down to her being in interviews and like talking like all highly about herself and all that. And then Don Cheadle and um, Jeremy Renner, thank God, and, thank God he's doing a lot better after that horrific oh, accident. Oh yeah. Uh, and they just like shoot her right down. And then right from there, I was like, you know what? You guys are right. She is kind of a she's a little scummy when you think about it. You know, my it's too much at times. A little too much. Like you, you have a little bit of an ego there, sweetheart. Like tone it down a little bit. You're you're an actress. Like. <laughs> Yes, you're your big shot. You make millions, but you know, chill, just a little. Mm -hmm. Um, so we're about forty-seven minutes in. Um, so we're talking about New Year's resolutions, what we're looking forward to in mm -hmm. twenty twenty-three. We got a lot of Marvel movies that we went through, a lot of the media that's coming. That we're excited. What we're hopeful about. I didn't get into gaming, but I mean, the only thing I'm really looking forward to are three titles. We got Resident Evil Four remake, hopefully coming out in March, because rumor has it it might get delayed, which will suck. We got. Excuse me, we got Spider-Man 2, 
Insomniac Spider-Man 2, the sequel to the PlayStation oh, yeah. game. And we have Zelda Breath of the Wild 2, which is called, I do not remember, but it is a sequel to Breath of the Wild that will be coming out in May. So I'm stoked about those. The movies are going to be great. Again, Mario, Spider-Man, uh, Across the Spider-Verse. We got uh, Guardians 3, Indiana Jones, Ant-Man in less than a month or in exactly a month. We have so much new. Tomorrow. Yeah, we have so much great content coming out this year after such a horrific, what, I guess two, I guess we can count. Yeah, two years of this COVID crap and pandemic that just ruined everything. We still made the most of it, but all this new stuff that's coming out, I'm so excited for on top of the new chapter or the next chapter that both you, Richard, and myself, that we are starting fresh and new in our lives. And I couldn't be more excited. Podcast, twitching, your artwork, as well as you doing the freelancing, now following your passion (laughs) even deeper after grad. After graduating, I'm trying to say congratulations on top of graduating. I got a little mixed up there, which I want to congratulate you on podcast, (laughs) even though I already did behind the closed doors, but on the podcast, I do want to congratulate you on reaching that achievement, which I did share on the socials as well, because it was a proud moment. And Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's, I think 2023 (laughs) is going to be a killer year. And just from talking on this podcast now, how excited we obviously are, but what's, uh, what's supposed to come in the future, what's yet to come whether it's all personal lives or our own nerdy geeky lives, when it comes down to excitement with what's going to be released, I think we're going to have a kick-ass year, man. Yep. It's going to be sweet. Um, any so far so good. Any, any <laughs> yeah, so far. And it's only been like, what, just about three weeks, uh, <laughs> three weeks. So any closing comments, anything you want to shout out there other than your socials, which we'll obviously get to after you have any closing uh, comments. Well, the one thing, cause for both of us, we're finally, doing stuff that we both enjoy so i want everyone that's listening to at least understand that if there is something that you're passionate about and you want to do it just do it find this time in this year to at least do it and see how it goes and who knows you might turn it into something else and might make a career out of it who knows shia labeouf just do it man just do it and then get yes, canceled, and then get canceled, and then do a really good wrestling movie that I still have to see, which apparently is very good. Oh, I just got to find the time to watch it. The Peanut Butter Falcon, I think it's called. Apparently, it's a beautiful yeah, 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 that's movie. what it's called. Yeah, apparently it's a beautiful movie. I do really want to see it. Just again, I got to find that time. But now that I'm really busy and weekends are kind of the only time I will have somewhat freedom, uh, that's maybe I'll have mm-hmm. maybe I'll have some time to watch it anyways. So. Uh, but anyways, let's wrap up this episode of the podcast. Um, it's been so long since we finally did a recording since we published again, we're so busy with the post holiday season. I personally have a resolution that I didn't really want to talk about, but so far I have been kicking its ass. It's been 16 days now. I did have a very, 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 um, abusive, addictive and bad habit back in 2022 which was of course consuming marijuana it is legal in canada mind you but at the same time it was something that was controlling majority of my life when it came down to wanting to do podcast uh, recordings when i wanted to do twitch streams all that kind of stuff and i did make a promise a pinky swear because they're more sacred than a promise to me because <laughs> i'm still five years old to richard to let him know that i have to quit and fully stop and i have him holding me accountable as much as i'm holding myself accountable but when it comes down to doing something it's harder for me to do it for myself but it's always uh more easier or enjoyable when i'm doing it for someone else so richard's been holding me accountable for that i'm now 16 days sober it's been great my head is a lot more clear i feel more confident 
my anxiety's gone down, the depression's gone down. So I'm very confident in knowing that this year is going to be the biggest comeback year, not only for me, for you as well, Richard, where we're going to just nail it in the coffin. We're going to kick its ass. We're going to grab life by the throat and make it give us everything we've ever wanted. That is a quote by Triple H, which uh, is something I always used to listen to in high school just to like motivate myself. But I want to get that out there. So when it comes down to you having bad habits, anything where uh, it's uh, something you're abusing, anything you're addicted to, whether you're male, female, whatever you want to identify as in this day and age, no judgment at all. If you do need it, absolutely talk to someone, get help, see if there's anyone you can reach out to that can give you that helping hand. Never feel ashamed because I don't feel ashamed at all knowing that I was accepting I do have a problem and now I'm getting out of it. And now again, 16 days in, I feel absolutely extraordinary. It'll be 20 days when this episode is posted, but as of this recording on the 16th, I am saying right now, 16 days sober, I have never felt better. I just wanted to throw that out there as a little, um, I don't know. To close off this episode of the podcast, I want to thank everyone that took the time of their day to listen to this, whether you're on your way to work, on your way to doing whatever you do for a living, or on your way home. Stay safe out there. Enjoy your life. Make sure 2023 is the best year that you could have to date. Um, you can follow me at C2Studios110 on both Twitch, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and on Spotify. You're listening to the C2 Podcast. Richard, my co-host, your socials, go. Find me on Rick Ray, I-L-U, on Instagram and, I believe, Twitter. And Rick Ray Robots on Instagram for toy photography. I gotta. I still got to make a Twitter. I have a few friends that have been like yelling at me to get a Twitter going because of posting and uh, advertising. As well, well, you don't promoting. know if it's going to survive another year. So that's I just the... have it because I've had it since high school. And that's the thing. I had Twitter for wrestling for about two months and I just said, screw it. I, I, I didn't like the fact that I needed a new social media account just to promote more because I already had Facebook, Instagram. I didn't want to get TikTok. I ended up doing it, but it does help. But it is a lot easier than, you know, sending a tweet. And plus, I just don't like all the politics that I would see scrolling through feeds. Not saying I have to, but it's just something I don't want to look into or look forward to. So very true. That's just me. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, again, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the C2 podcast. We hope you have a fantastic new year, as I hope that Richard and I will, as we've discussed in this episode, that I think with confidence, it's going to be a good one. Unless the zombie apocalypse I breaks so out too. or some other BS, which I hope doesn't happen. Because now that I'm watching Walking Dead, a lot of it's making sense if we have a zombie apocalypse uh, all of a sudden break out. Which makes me a little nervous, but at least I know how to use a gun, so uh, sort of. And I do have a sword that I might need to use. And my Thor hammer, get- Stormbreaker, so I have that too. <laughs> I just need to sharpen it. Got a lightsaber for that too now, so I think we, we're, we're both equipped. Which also reminds me, Mandalorian uh, trailer came out today for its release on March 1st for Season 3. I gotta check that out. That's probably what I'm going to watch oh, after me too. we nice. finish this recording. So <laughs> that's what we're going to do. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. And we'll catch you next Friday for episode four. This has been C2 Podcast, also known as The Collector's Cast. Take care. Peace.